I'm Dr. Patrick Foy. I'm an MD or medical doctor, and I'm a professor of physical medicine and rehabilitation at Rutgers New Jersey Medical School, and I am the director of the Tailbone Pain Center. Today, we'll be talking about tailbone pain or coccyx pain and the best way to evaluate and treat these patients. Unfortunately, people who suffer from tailbone pain or coccyx pain often have a condition that's been unrecognized, undiagnosed, and untreated over the years. Many physicians do not know a lot about the current evaluation and treatment for coccyx pain. And a lot of times, unfortunately, patients get lumped in with low back pain in general. But really, you know, specifically for problems down at the tailbone, those are far less common than the problems we see in the lumbosacral spine or low back region. Problems at the tailbone are 10 to 20,000 times less common than routine low back pain. So unfortunately, patients don't have their specific condition recognized. And then the next problem is that when it is recognized, they're just given a label of coccidinia, which of course just means coccyx pain. And physicians, unfortunately, often fail to look further for what is the specific cause of the coccyx pain. Is it arthritis? Is it a bone spur? Is it a dislocation? Is it instability? Those kinds of things become important because without a specific and accurate diagnosis, it really becomes difficult to create a individualized, specific treatment plan for a specific patient. Unfortunately, a lot of the times patients tell me when they, they fly in from around the country to be seen here at the Tailbone Pain Center, and they tell me that their treating physicians were dismissive, that they tell them, well, you know, it's only your coccyx, why are you complaining so much about it? Or they're told that, well, the coccyx is not a necessary structure anyway, so if you're having any symptoms there, you know, then either just grin and bear it or we'll, you know, have it amputated or taken off. And really, those are extreme positions. And like most things in medicine and life, a moderate path down the middle often makes the most sense for the vast majority of people. Most people respond well to a thorough evaluation and to non-surgical care. So the most appropriate way to evaluate and treat coccyx pain is just like with any of our patients, we start with a thorough history and physical examination. During the history, most patients will report that they have pain specifically at the lower tip of the spine, slightly above the anus, right in the midline of the buttocks. It may radiate or travel a little bit from that area, but it tends to stay relatively midline. And the classic symptom is that patients will report that they have the worst of their pain and symptoms while they are sitting. Because while we're sitting down in a chair or a bench or what have you, we're putting part of our body weight onto the tailbone. So that tends to be when most people have their most severe pain. Or for some patients, it can be during the transition when they go from sitting to standing, because as they move from sitting to standing, it also puts some additional movement and stress onto the coccyx. So really, if you have patients who are reporting pain at the midline, lower than the regular low back pain that we would see up at the lumbar spine or lumbosacral junction up around the belt line, and they tell you that they have pain when they're sitting down or during that transition from sit to stand, it becomes really important to keep tailbone pain, coccyx pain, in the differential diagnosis. Moving on from the history, we also, of course, look for their physical exam. And again, many, many patients, when they fly in or travel in to see us here, tell us that none of their physicians actually did a physical exam of their tailbone. And really, that's a shame because even with external palpation, in the vast majority of patients, you can 
hone in on where their pain is coming from. So by pressing along the back of the lumbosacral spine and down through the sacrum and down through the coccyx region, often that can help to identify where the patient may have very exquisite focal pain at the tailbone itself. And that really helps to prevent the physician and the patient from running down alternative paths towards thinking this must be coming from the lumbosacral spine. And that's important because one of the things we often see is that patients get their x-rays done of the lumbosacral spine. They get their MRI done of the lumbosacral spine. They have their pain management injections at the lumbosacral spine. And none of those areas, of course, include the coccyx where the patients who I see are typically having their actual problem. So listening to the patients for their history, their symptoms, looking closely at where on their physical exam they actually have their focal tenderness is a huge and important starting point. One other thing about the history, some patients may have a history of trauma in the area. Either they slipped and fell and landed directly onto the buttocks and coccyx, or they may have trauma from something like childbirth, of course, places mechanical pressure onto the tailbone during labor and delivery as the child is is, uh, passing through the birth canal. But often patients may not have a discrete focal injury, just as we see with musculoskeletal problems in other parts of the body, where people will say, I didn't have a specific trauma, the pain just sort of started coming on its own. So keeping that in mind when taking the history uh, can be important as well. After the history and physical exam, the next thing as physicians we typically think about is, what is the best diagnostic test that can be done? And certainly by far the best test that can be done for patients with tailbone pain is a set of x-rays done while the patient is sitting and comparing those with x-rays that are done while standing. This was first reported decades ago in France by a physician who had the brilliant idea of thinking, well, since patients have their pain while they're sitting, why not do the x-rays while the patient is sitting? And I've seen this now in you know, thousands of patients who we've treated here at the Tailbone Pain Center for coccyx pain, where they have plain x-rays that are done while the patient is standing up or laying down, and they look completely normal. And that's not surprising because in those positions, the person is not putting any of their body weight onto the coccyx. And then when the x-rays are done while the patient is actually sitting down and leaning back, there's a particular technique for that, that the x-ray often will show that the joints are unstable. This is the most common cause of tailbone pain, and yet it is completely undiagnosed in the vast majority of patients because they are not able to find a radiology center that will appropriately do the sitting versus standing x-rays. Patients and physicians are told that there is no such thing or the radiology center does not know how to do them. And yet when they are done and when they are done properly, in the majority of patients, they are able to show abnormalities that explain exactly why a patient is having their pain and exactly which joint is involved. And that really then can lay a groundwork for specific treatment that can be done. So again, it really is incredibly helpful to have the x-rays done, not only in the routine way while standing or laying down, but specifically to have the x-rays done while they're sitting. And unfortunately, there's very few places in this country that have the expertise or training or experience in doing those kinds of x-rays. The next step after making a specific diagnosis for a patient with coccyx pain is to come up with a treatment plan. 
And I often refer to this as a treatment ladder where we start at the bottom and we work our way up. So simplest things first, which most patients have tried before they've come to see us here, are things like avoiding exacerbating factors. So things that put direct bumping or pressure onto the tailbone. So things like horseback riding and water slides and things of that nature. Cycling, a bicycle seat can be very painful onto the tailbone in many patients. So many patients will start by avoiding the things that flare up or worsen their pain. The next step beyond that is to think about cushions. Unfortunately, many times patients are told to use a donut cushion, but in the majority of patients, they tend to do much, much better with a wedge cushion. You can picture this as you know, a square the size of a seat that someone would be sitting on with a triangular cutout at the back so that when the person is sitting, their coccyx or tailbone is essentially hovering over the empty space in the cushion so that the tailbone is not doing so much weight bearing while they are sitting. So the wedge cushions tend to be much better for patients with tailbone pain. This is part of a study that we did here probably more than 15 to to 20 years ago. And then beyond those, most patients tend not to have such great relief with the medications by mouth. And we're aware with the problems throughout the body when patients take medications by mouth, especially if they're taking them long-term. So if the pain is persisting beyond two months, then by definition, it's considered chronic coccidinia. And for those patients, often the best next step is to have medication placed locally, which is done by a small local injection. Ideally, these are done under fluoroscopic guidance and after a specific diagnosis is made. I have seen a number of patients, unfortunately, who've run into problems from having blind injections done, which is basically just done with surface landmarks alone. Certainly, it's far more reliable and precise and in my opinion, safe if the injections are done under image guidance, typically via fluoroscopy. And those can be of a number of different types of injections. Usually it's some combination of corticosteroid for its anti-inflammatory effect and local anesthetics for nerve blocks. Those can include things like putting steroid at a bone spur or at a joint or nerve blocks of both somatic nerve fibers and also sympathetic nerve fibers in this area. And those can really make a a big positive difference for a majority of patients. And really then it's only a smaller percentage of patients who go on to need things like nerve ablation, which is where we kill or destroy the nerve, and an even smaller percentage of patients who go on to need surgery. So probably less than 1% of patients overall who have tailbone pain are in the category where none of the treatments seem to provide enough relief and they end up needing surgical treatment. So coming up now is Tailbone Pain Awareness Day, which first started back in 2018. It is on November 15th every year. And that date specifically was picked because the tailbone or coccyx represents the last 13% of the spinal vertebral bodies. And November 15th marks the start of the last 13% of the calendar year. So ignoring the coccyx is sort of like ignoring everything that happens in the calendar year after November 15th. So you would miss Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holidays and New Year's Eve and all of those kinds of things. So Tailbone Pain Awareness Day is meant to bring awareness both to physicians and patients about the current evaluation and treatment methods that are available for patients with tailbone pain so that patients can find more information, that they can get appropriate treatment, and of course, to obtain relief. So 
The Tailbone Pain Awareness Day is a combination of a Facebook Live session that I'll be hosting on Facebook for the time and specifics. People can go to the Facebook page. If you just search Tailbone Pain Center within Facebook, it'll take you right to the page and it'll list for the time in your part of the country or world to tune in for that. Patients can find more information on the website, which is tailbonedoctor.com. And then on Amazon, my book, which is called Tailbone Pain Release Now, will be completely free for the ebook version. It's a 272 page book all about tailbone pain, evaluation, treatment, etc. The ebook version will be free on November 15th, which is Friday, 2019, and through the rest of that weekend. People who are interested can pick up a free copy of the book if you just go to Amazon and you put in tailbone book or put in tailbone and my last name, which is Foy. F is in Frank, O-Y-E, it will take them straight to the book and they can get a copy of that for free. Again, we're trying to spread information about tailbone pain to help relieve a lot of the pain and suffering that people are experiencing with this worldwide. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you found it helpful.